Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and every week during the academic year, I sit down with members of the Monmouth College community to talk to them about their interests, what they do, and things they've done. In this 19th edition of Monmouth College Conversations of the 2022-2023 school year, we visit with Monmouth's new chaplain, and that is the Reverend John Huxtable. He's also a member of the Monmouth class of 2004. John will tell us about his journey to, from, and back to Monmouth College, as well as some exciting plans he has for the chaplain's office. Monmouth College has been blessed with a number of very gifted chaplains over the years, but it's been more than 40 years since a graduate of the college has served as chaplain. That's why it was especially exciting news when it was announced that the Reverend John Huxtable, who's a 2004 Monmouth graduate, was selected to be the college's new chaplain. And in case you were wondering, Paul McClanahan, who retired in 1979, was the last Monmouth graduate to also serve as college chaplain. John took over his duties at the start of January, and he certainly hit the ground running. Before Monmouth, John served First Christian Church in Verdon, Illinois for 18 years, and John says that serving as the chaplain at Monmouth College, his alma mater, is a dream come true for a number of reasons. Getting this job or, or being called to Mama College is, is, is a dream job for me um, because of what Mama College did to me or tr- helped the transformation of my own um, call into the ministry. When I came to Monmouth originally, uh, I wasn't feeling called to the ministry. I was feeling uh, a sense of going towards another direction. And it was here at Monmouth College and through the assistance of wonderful professors, uh, Dr. Dave, uh, Carolyn Suda and Dr. David Suda and Reverend Kathleen Fannin, um, amongst many more, that uh, that helped guide and, and helped transform my life into what it is today. And so I owe Monmouth a uh, Greatly, um, so I've always considered this to be the dream job, or the uh, for me to, to to come back and hopefully give back to the school that gave me so much. Talk a little bit about what you were doing before you returned to Monmouth College. You spent about two decades at a serving another church. Talk about your experience there. Yeah, I was blessed to uh, serve 18 and a half years at Verdon uh, First Christian Church uh, in Verdon, Illinois, just a small uh, community uh, just south of Springfield. Uh, I loved every minute of it. Uh, There we were able to do many things as far as uh, community relations. I was able to, because of uh, being a wonderful rural community, I was able to do many, uh, many uh, different ministries. Uh, I I was the uh, pastor at the church, of course. I was also the chaplain of the fire department where I got to become a full-fledged firefighter as well as a diver. Um, I also became the chaplain of the police department. And we, we uh, one of our proudest things was we formulated and created the uh, um, the Safe Passage Program for Verdon, which uh, allowed or helped um, uh, people to choose uh, rehab and go uh, to, to, to help uh, fight their addictions, whether it be alcohol or, or drugs of any kind. Um, so that was that was a, a ministry that we were very proud of, um, and I was glad to be part of the uh, com- our group uh, community to uh, to build that program. 
Talk a little bit about how you came to Monmouth in the first place. You were a non-traditional student who enrolled at Monmouth College. So I came to Monmouth uh, after a stint in the Navy and uh, and then doing different jobs uh, after that. And I married my, my wife, uh, Amanda, and she actually was the AV tech here at Monmouth. And so uh, I got into Monmouth uh, by the skin of my teeth, to be honest, and uh, and uh, was able to get over here. Uh, after after going through, so I was, I think I was about 24 when I started. As, as so I was a non-traditional student uh, who got to learn a lot from the uh, from the students, other students who were much younger than me, but but brought a lot more um, academic awareness, I guess, uh, to to the to the plate to their plate, and so they helped me to get through as well. Talk about your journey to become a minister. Uh, you said that happened because of uh, the relationship you had with some faculty here at, at the college. What did you originally plan to do when you enrolled in, in Monmouth, and how did that change, and why did it change? Um, well, I originally planned to be a communications major, and I was going to. Uh, my dream goal was to become the voice of the Packers, um, or the. Uh, as I said uh, to you before, uh, the I would have taken a consolation prize to be the voice of the Cubs or the Blackhawks, but uh, um, that was my original thought. And then I, I took, uh, or I didn't take. I was I was I was given uh, Carolyn Suda as a freshman advisor, and my freshman seminar, which is not called freshman seminar anymore. But, but it was freshman seminar when I was there. And Carolyn pulled me aside one and asked me to take an Old Testament class with Dan Bell uh, for my second semester. And I didn't really know why she wanted me to do that. But then she told me that, that everything I wrote seemed to be spiritual. So she wanted me to explore that. And so I kind of committed to the Old Testament class. Uh, to be real honest, I was going to drop it within the drop uh, window. Um, uh, just wanted to do it to honor Carolyn at the time. And so uh, Dan Bell actually had um, a rule that he met every one of his students individually. You can imagine an Old Testament class was not a huge class. Um, so he got to meet us all individually. And we had we had a about a two-hour conversation. Um, and after we were through, he said uh, he kind of was the first one to tell me, I want you to kind of look into exploring the ministry. And I chuckled at him and told him, there's no way I'll do that. But uh, um, lo and behold, he, he kind of pushed me to, to, to look and to see the bigger picture rather than just what I thought. Um, and that started to open up my eyes. And, uh, and so I started the discernment process. And uh, uh, after having long conversations with multiple people, um, I, I decided that I would try this and, and go through with it. And, uh, and I always joke that uh, Dan opened my eyes to truly looking at God through a theological lens, not just through uh, what I would call a Sunday school lens. And, and that hooked me. Um, uh, and as I said before, I owe all of that to, uh, to amazing faculty members that, that took their time with me, um, uh, were patient with me, uh, really nurtured me and guided me uh, through, especially my first year here, uh, as, because as I said, I wasn't at all academically prepared for, for college life. And because of the effort that was put forth for me, uh, with me, uh, I, I ended up getting through. 
Isn't that really what all students do at Monmouth in a way, though, is is discern what their calling is, whether it's to become an accountant, a school teacher, or a minister? Absolutely. Um, one of my favorite classes in, in my journey was uh, David Suda uh, taught us a vocational class. And, and he asked us, he said, what is a career versus what is a call? And, and the challenge was that a career was much more uh, of a material thing. A call is much more of a life-changing trajectory, um, or a, you have to do this, if that makes sense. And I learned in that class that, that we all are discerning our call. Um, I feel called to the ministry, but somebody else may be feel, feeling called to the school. And that's exactly what students are supposed to do at Monmouth, is, is challenge themselves to find who they truly are um, and, and their true selves, because that's what God wants wants them to be, is their truest uh, self. And, and through that discernment, that's, how, that's how, uh, how you find that, is taking the time and actually asking questions and, and exploring different things. Uh, some things maybe that you may not think you may like you may end up in a class and it may change your life that's what happened to me so you're a member of the Monmouth College class of 2004 after you graduated from Monmouth College where did life take you after that uh, after I graduated from Monmouth College, um, I went through uh, the licensing, licensing process as far as the ministry, um, and I ended up in Verdon as a licensed pastor. Uh, after that, I, I started seminary at Eden Theological Seminary in Webster Groves, uh, where I, I grew tremendously in, in our, my understanding of theology and, and, and the such. And so I ended up in, in Eden for until I, I graduated there with my MDiv. Um, a a couple years later, uh, I was able to go back and begin uh, the DMEN pro- process, and I got I ended up with my doctorate of ministry there. And the whole time while I was serving uh, Verdon, Illinois, which uh, I, uh, one of my uh, area regional ministers said I was I was a unique situation because I went there as a licensed pastor and I left as Reverend Doctor. Um, so, and that doesn't always happen in churches. So, uh, so I was truly blessed by that com- community. What surprised you most during your service to the church, the great more than 18 years in, in Verdon, um, versus what you expected it, the job to be or the uh, position to be versus what it wound up becoming? <laughs> the, um, you know, you go in uh, pretty idealistic as far as you're going to change the world. You don't go, you don't go into theology to, 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 to just Hey, I'm going to have a good day. It's it's actually you going to theology to help bring forth a better world um, for your for your children for the next generation, whatever you, whatever you want to say. Um, so you come to the church idealistic, and and sometimes you get beat down a little bit by it um, uh, because uh, oftentimes you're you're butting heads with tradition or you're butting heads with the institution of the church. Um, the church is not a, by any means a, a bad thing. It's just uh, oftentimes just like all of us. Change is, is difficult, uh, so so I think I went in thinking, um, oh, we're gonna, everybody will change, everybody will grow, everybody you know will do it, do it everything. And what I learned was you actually have to grow in increments, and you have to you have to walk with each other 
in a much uh, a more intentional manner than uh, just poof, things will change, if that makes sense. And, and what's great about that, though, is that when you walk with that intentionality, you begin to truly see each other and you grow with each other. I was I was extremely young and as in the ministry and Verdon nurtured me. Um, and let me grow into who I became as a as a as a congregational pastor, um, and that happened because we were very intentional and and they were very forgiving at times because I made plenty of mistakes as I went through it. Uh, but but I think the biggest surprise was some of the some of the difficulty getting shifts to happen and um, and also just kind of wrestling with that institutionality that takes place. You're listening to Mammoth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer the Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm talking to the Reverend John Huxtable, a 2004 Monmouth graduate who's the college's new chaplain. Before we get back to our conversation, a reminder that John's first official college event will be Ash Wednesday services. Those will be held on February 22nd. The service will be held in Dahl Chapel and Auditorium, and it's open to the public. John mentions the upcoming Ash Wednesday service in the second half of our podcast, and more information about that service will be posted in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu news, and then you click on the calendar to find the event. Now let's get back to my conversation with the Reverend John Huxtable. John says that the ministry of today's college chaplain has several roles and responsibilities. What I envision uh, my role as the college chaplain is to um, first and foremost be support for, for students um, and faculty as well and staff, uh, but to make sure students have a, see a safe place um, and, and also to open eyes to to the wondrous of their spiritual life, uh, to, to truly uh, uh, bring forth an energy of compassion and grace uh, to each and every uh, aspect of spiritual life um, and hopefully uh, help people grow in their understanding and help walk with them on their on their spiritual journeys um, there's there's many levels to that and and uh, and but mainly I, I see my my role as helping to bridge and build community. You're already making plans for Ash Wednesday on February 22nd. That's sort of, I guess, a nice poetic way to publicly kick off uh, your ministry or your chapel services at Monmouth College. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm extremely excited um, to, to start the chapel services on Ash Wednesday. Lent is such an important season uh, in the liturgical year. Um, it's a reminder uh, that we are called to be uh, uh, introspective and look internally and in order to grow externally and into community with each other. It's a time of true uh, uh soul searching and devotion and and so ash wednesday's a, a, a pretty amazing uh, uh gift to us to to start chapel on that day um and to see, and send out the season of lent um we've, we've got a few things planned uh, we're hoping to that will be the kickoff to the weekly chapel services um so we'll have an entire lent to, to journey together uh, and and to celebrate that uh together um we've also got a devotional series that we're working with uh the champion 
Miller community as well, um, and and uh, uh, to work together on that to to do 40 days of social justice devotionals, and so uh, so I'm I'm very excited about this. Student involvement obviously is a big part. It's a cornerstone of what you do as a college chaplain. Absolutely, I'm I'm really hoping to uh, to incorporate as many students as we possibly can um, to get them excited about it, to give them ownership of the each and every worship service is is my goal uh, to allow them to help create and to formulate and to to really uh, sculpt uh, the vision of of spiritual life here on campus. Um, Taking their input and and allowing it to to lead us and giving them that sense of ownership is is really important. What's great about Mammoth is it's a college affiliated with the Presbyterian Church USA, but the campus is very ecumenical, <laughs> and that's that's one of the great challenges um, and and wonders of we're a, we're an ecumenical world, obviously. Uh, actually, we're we're we need and we need to be more willing to be in interfaith dialogue with each other, um, and I think that's the beauty. Uh, and to be rooted in the Presbyterian heritage is a, is a beautiful gift uh, that the college gives us beca- uh, because because that's something that the Presbyterian Church is known for as far as academics and education and, and their order um, of, of how they do things. And they're, and they're open to this, this ecumenical dialogue and understanding that we see God through different lenses and, and, and it's a great puzzle. And each of us has our own piece in that puzzle. And if we exclude any piece of that, uh, we don't get the full picture of God. But if we allow all those pieces to come together and form the puzzle, then we get a, a much grander and, and more complete picture of who God is. That's Monmouth College Chaplain, the Reverend John Huxtable. You can read more about him in the archives area of the news and events section of the Monmouth College website. Just point your browser to monmouthcollege.edu slash news. My co-worker Barry McNamara wrote a very nice profile about John that was published back on November 17th. Be sure to check it out. And that's a wrap on this 19th episode of Monmouth College Conversations. You can tell us what you think or add to the conversation by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put conversation in the subject line. Until our next conversation, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day.